Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. This is Break Room BS. Uh, I'm Gable, and uh, my co-host here is Dave. Okay, that comes off sounding like you're better than me. Oh. When in fact you are better than me. Oh. Oh, oh thank you for the compliment. I'll oh. take it. But we both know that's not true. Oh, we are equals. It's like how back in the 50s, whenever like you wanted to go into a diner and get a piece of pie, but if you're black, they're like, you gotta get out! No, they just told you to sit in the back of the diner, right? I think they're like, this is a whites-only diner. They said, you don't, you get no whipped cream on your, your pie. I can't imagine, because it's white. <laughs> oh, I, can't I, ima- guess, I didn't even think of that, but sure. <laughs> I can't imagine living in a world where they're just like, this is a whites-only, I'm like, well, that's dumb. Dude, that's a really, like... It's uh, so weird. Yeah, you, you hear about seg- like segregation like that in history all the time. But like, you're like, where'd it go, man? I miss it. If you... <laughs> If you actually, <laughs> this is this podcast is officially sponsored by Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like I'm just digging my hole deeper and deeper, like I'm a Jew in the Holocaust. <laughs> Did you set yourself up for that on purpose? <laughs> no, I just I was like, I'm just oh gonna my use it. God, now. Uh, <laughs> no one's gonna respect that joke ever because it's stupid. I don't care. <laughs> it's, oh God. Oh um, boy. Oh boy. We we don't endorse segregation or the Holocaust. No. Uh, we just have dark. Uh, this is how I look at it. Dark, dark. This is how I look at it. Of humor. Uh, anytime I'm gonna be racist, I'm like, black vagina rules, and so does Jewish vagina. All vaginas should be treated equally. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. How can you be racist? It's vagina, man. Vagina rules. <laughs> right. <laughs> you get the work to bring all the vaginas uh, all I know together. Is never get asked to mouth. <laughs> Were you there when I said that to Jackie? Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you She's like, about? I don't know what's going on. That's pretty funny. That's pretty. Speaking of racism, did you see? Um, <clears throat> where's he going with this? Gable looks worried. I'm, I'm always worried. Did you see New Day was commenting about Hogan? Yeah, I, re- I read the whole thing. Yeah. That, that uh, I it was a very neutral, but like, um, I don't know how to explain it. It was like neutral, but not neutral at the same time. Yeah, it seemed neutral, but they're kind of like, yeah, we're just gonna not talk to him if he's a dick, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like they they don't they clear they obviously don't like what he did, but they're willing to accept him if he if he's yeah. changed. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and I read Titus's as well, and it sounds like he was saying like it seems like they're just everyone that comments about it is questioning that his apology was actually genuine. I mean, it probably isn't because he uh, like I, I don't know, did, did I tell you how he had like a meeting backstage and everyone was there and he had to just talk to everyone at Extreme Rules. Hmm. Remember if I told you about no. that? Yeah, so I'm, I think that's where he kind of like he was. He had to yeah, apologize. may have. He had to like apologize to everyone, and then they're all like, "Hulkster," and probably didn't say that. <laughs> What's his real name? You know, Terry Bollea. Terry Bollea. That's yeah. a dumb name. <laughs> all right, that's um, why he's Hulk Hogan. Whatever. Um, did you know that um that they they got the rights to use the Hulk from Marvel in the eighties? Really? Yeah. That was back when Marvel was like, we don't have money, we don't care. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Do what you must. Now things are different. Yeah, yeah. So welcome to our show. This is Break Room Room BS. This is our show. And you're listening to it. And you're you're listening to it. You could be listening to it anywhere now. Did you see we got a thing that we're on another one? No, what are we on now? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, uh, we... Soundcast? I know we're on Spotify. We are on Google Podcast. Uh, We are on Stitcher. We're on Pocket Cast. We are Anch- on Anchor's away, man. Yeah, Anchor. Thanks to Anchor. We are on Anchor technically. Uh, Breaker, 
Overcast. Is that the new yeah, one? Yeah, it's the new one. Radio Public. And we've yeah, had it. we've had one thousand listens on each one for a combined total of zero listens. <laughs> yeah, that's that. My more math accurate. is off. My math is off. Uh, but um, but yeah, um, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can listen to all our stuff on there. Wherever you may be at, if you're listening somewhere else, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's our hub, man. It yeah. has links to everything on there. Yeah, we don't even know if this is going to end up going on the other ones just because we haven't tested uploading from your computer. This is going to be a full episode. We The other two that we have on Spotify and, and etc. are uh, uh, short episodes that we kind of just recorded on the fly a little using mini my episodes, phone. Yeah, yeah um, so... Um, so yeah, hopefully they're there. You know. It's, yeah. It's, it's so there. I mean, so we're now now we're gonna go over our um our comments from gonna, our last episode. Our only comments we've ever we're, gotten. We're gonna go over a couple of the comments that we got. We can't go over them all. We're gonna go over a couple of our comments. Does a couple mean two? Yeah, yeah. That, that is, is what a, a couple. Is it is a couple. Yeah. A coupling. Yeah, I mean, we don't have time to go over all of them because <laughs> there's actually four. Two, two of those. <laughs> Your replies. I hate you. We don't have time to go over all of them, so we're gonna go ahead and go over that. This is the first. We got a comment from Long D. That probably means dick. Yeah. It means this guy's got a huge dick. Yeah, probably. I I don't doubt it. With well, a, he his... sent he he sent me a private picture of it. Dude, he sent you a DM. Yeah. He sent you a DM. Can I see the DM? You can't see the DM. Jeez. Not yet. I'll uh. let you see the DM eventually. Uh, so. Uh, he, he, he says to us, the first 10 seconds was great. I fell asleep for the rest of the podcast. All right. So according to that math, he is now sleeping so we can talk about him. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> I suck a lot of dick and Dave is great. Gable says so. He didn't say that. <laughs> no. But he's no. not listening because it's been 10 seconds, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm okay with JR, but the reason people dislike him is he doesn't know the names of, the name of people's moves or even the names of the people. He will mix up show and yo. I mean, I mean, it's show and yo. Yeah, there's I, there's someone else. He he uh, he said, I think Tanahashi instead of Takahashi one time. Really? And I'm like, the, the names are so similar. I pro I've probably talking to you have said the the wrong names before. Yeah, you suck. I don't know. but uh, no, I I could see where they're coming. He he or other people are coming from. I don't yeah. agree. I don't necessarily agree that he was boring or like wasn't into it, but. I think that's just you said his sarcastic tone. That's how you said it. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of get the impression he's just he's always been a very sarcastic person when he's commentating. So I think people might be. I'm not arguing these points, but I'm thinking he might be just his sarcasm is being mistaken for disinterest and not caring. Yeah, for I, a lot of the time. We definitely, you and me, definitely perceived it differently than yeah. the, the general. Uh, Oh, and you know, he goes, Public. I think he called Yo, Yoshihashi, I don't know, probably. Hiromu def- defeat, wait. Hirom- Hiromu definitely brings Daryl to Japan. Check best of Super Juniors. Um, we did, he didn't. I brought three non-wrestling fans to the show and they had a great time. That's good. I mean, I, you know, like with G1, it's, it's, it's it would suck if he brought three non-wrestling fans to a WWE show because they'd be like, I don't want to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. But, um, so that's cool. Wait, what, what, what did that pertain to our show? I don't know. Yeah, cool. I think he's just talking about oh, the he's show. Oh, just, he's just talking about the show. Yeah. Okay. It took me a few days to decide to tell them about Harumu's injury. I'm, I'm guessing because he enjoyed it. He was like, ah, I don't want to tell him that he's fucked up. Uh, speaking of that, I, I hear he does not need surgery, and uh, the initial reports were much worse than 
what actually is. I uh, I don't know exactly what's wrong, but I do hear that he uh, is doing fine, but we'll probably have to do some recovery and rehab. Some rehab time. Rehabilitation. Uh, Barnett was legit mad. Live, I had no idea why he was in the ring. Live, I was freaking out at the end because I thought the Bucks attacked Kenny for like 20 seconds. Bad luck says Takahashi <laughs> and Owens can still join Firing Squad if they show they will attack Kenny. It, at this point, uh, uh, from what we've seen, I don't, I don't think, uh, I, I think they're on uh, the elite side. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, and then we got a comment from Jen Rosen. Uh, great coverage, guys. Are you going to review G1 too? We are currently. That's what this episode is going to be. All right, here we are. I'm so hyped, P.S. They don't like Jr. because he doesn't know the product. He even said that he is employed by uh, Access and not New Japan in JPW. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I feel like he's basically mailing it in and doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, we already addressed that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I mean, just because we think we liked it, that doesn't mean that anyone else is wrong. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. What's her name? Jen Jen Rosen. Jen Rosen. Jen Rosen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so thank you, Jen Rosen and Long D. I mean, even if some of the comments weren't negative, we still appreciate the fact that you guys took the time to listen to the whole show. And yeah, especially Jen Rosen, since you listened more than 10 seconds. We appreciate that. Yes. However, I'm going to throw a little bit of suspicion Long D's way because he seemed to comment on our whole show after falling asleep after 10 <laughs> seconds. But that's cool. <laughs> that's fine. Well, we do this for fun, so yeah, we're not yeah. trying to entertain you. <laughs> this isn't for you. This is for us. Yes, and we don't. If like we it. if we happen to entertain you in the process, then so be it. We don't like it, so you can get out. <laughs> That's not gonna make any sense. Your germs. <sighs> Dude, you need to watch that episode. Which uh, the, the original one? one? The oh, the wrestling one. one. Okay. Dude, there's one. Po- <laughs> there's one point where the dude that took our jobs, and then they show a rooster, <laughs> and it goes. <laughs> I think I remember seeing this before. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Oh my god! And then, and then, and then there's parts where they're talking about stuff that the rest like that the, the, they did to each other, and they're like, "Oh, um, he." Uh, I can't remember. All right, look, so, look, look at me leaning back, relaxing right now. Look at you. You're you're relaxed. And look how far leaned back I am. You're relaxing. You're on cloud. One. I'm sitting upright. <laughs> you're on cloud city. Pillow city. You're on cloud access. All right, so we're, this is the beginning of our G1 Climax 28 coverage. 2018? It's, it's Someone's scrubbing the toilet in there? Yeah. It's G1 28, Gable. Hello? It's the 28th G1 Climax. I was being a dick. It's 28. Oh, yeah. There's 2018 in it. 2018. 2018, oh, yeah. yo. 2018. You forgot the 01. It's in the middle. <laughs> All right, so... We're going to start off, how this is working is, uh, is, is, is Dave is reviewing two, Gable is reviewing two, Dave's reviewing two, and we're going to keep doing that over and over. So, Although this show, I'm only reviewing one. So, so if we're doing, four, if we're doing four, four nights, I'll do two, Gable will do two. If we're doing three nights, one of us is going to do two, the other one's going to do one. So how this is basically going to work, um, um, I think that, it, I think, I, I kind of like the idea that basically, like, if it's a match, the one, uh, like, like for my reviews, or like when you're doing your reviews, you're going to sit there and talk about it, and my I'm just going to kind of try to visualize the match as you're describing it to me and what happened, so it's going to be kind of like, you know, yeah, like, like, uh, like I, I, was, I got, I got this, I got uh-oh. this, so if I review one and two, and Dave does, well, you, well, I'll say what it actually is, if Dave does one and two, and I do three and four, then... Dave's only going to watch and take notes on one and two. And if while I'm watching three and four, 
there's a match that's outstanding, I'll be like, hey, Dave, check out this match. I really liked it. And then I'll be like, maybe, but then I probably won't watch it. Yeah. But I might. You might. I might. Is that what we're getting at here? No, I was just talking about how the reviews are going to happen. Oh, I was just trying to make it like simple as possible. <laughs> cool. I, well, you did. You I, simplified yeah. it. You simplified it for the lame man. Mm-hmm. Is that what layman means? Lame man? Like a lame person? The layman? I think you're trying to say layman. Yeah, like layman's In terms. Layman's like terms, a lame, yeah. Like a lame man. All right, so whenever uh, we're reviewing these, as I said, like I'm gonna, I'm, when you're reviewing one, I'm just going to kind of sit there and visualize them. Like, oh, this sounds pretty cool. So, so it's going to be a lot of one person doing talk and the other one reacting and vice versa. But I think it's going to be a cool way to do it. I'm kind of looking forward to this. Yeah. So we're going to start off with uh, night one, block A. This is A block for night one of the G1 Climax number 28. The first note I have, I have two notes overall. Well, the first note obviously is the rules. I'm sure everyone's familiar with them. If you're listening to this, you're obviously a hardcore fan, and you've probably watched the G1 before. But basically, the winner gets two points. If it ends in a draw, each person gets one point. Loser obviously gets zero points. No points. Zero points. Yeah, none. None and zero are similar. Now, the first note I have is the three-man booth, which I was disappointed by. I don't like three-man booths. I enjoyed... Kevin Kelly and Don Callis, mm-hmm. and they threw in Rocky Romero. I'm like, oh man, I give it a shot. And like to me, for the shows that I've watched so far, Rocky Romero doesn't really add much. No, like, I, if anything at all. I mean, he's not like awful. He's not taken away from it, but like like you said, he's not really uh, standing out to me as a commentator. Yeah, I really prefer Kelly and Callis. And there's even parts where Callis would just ask him a question, just like a layup, like, hey, so. What do you think about this and this? And he's just like, doesn't really, he's like, ah, it doesn't really say anything. I'm like, you're not adding much. So. I sometimes he'll throw out like a really kayfabe answer too. Like if uh, someone from Chaos is wrestling, I don't know if you, if you got any of that on the shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's all like, yeah, I don't want to say anything about, I'm like, come on, dude. But, but I mean, he's not horrible, but I, I prefer two men boost. I just think three people is, I don't like three people. But the first match we have is Yoshihashi versus uh, Togi Makabe. Right? Makabe, that's how you say it. Either Makabe or Makabe. Makabe, one of the two. Um, so, there's kind of a theme going through the, these matches on this first night for me where I was like, eh, I don't know. But yeah. then, like, almost every match turns out really good. Yeah, dude. That's I, what I kind of noticed when I was watching. I'm like, I'm not really looking forward to this one so much, but then I'm pleasantly surprised I, almost I, every time. I know what you're talking about. Some yeah. of the matches, like, just have, like, a real slow start to them. Like, yeah. Oh, this is going okay. And then, like, by the time you get to the end of the match, you're like, shit, why was I even thinking that before? Well, even so, it's just, like, the people in it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, there's certain people I look forward to. That's Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, that's what I was kind of getting at. And then, like, I'm like, oh, look, it's Makabe and, and Yoshihashi. All right. Hopefully it's all right, I guess. But I'm like, oh wow. So this, um, <clears throat> some of the, some of the highlights of this match, Hashi took a brutal German suplex, but he just no sold it and got all, got up and all fired up. I'm not really a fan when they do that. Like it's not as bad when someone takes a German suplex and you see them kind of roll and get right up because you can uh-huh. kind of say they rolled through it and they didn't take the brunt of it. Yeah. But I'm just not a fan of like no selling moves because to me I'm like. Well, then how come it hurt him when he did it the other time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in kayfabe, it's kind of hard for me to get behind when people just, like, take a move and get up and then just get fired up. I'm like, well, then why didn't it hurt him? Uh, I, I, orig- I, dude, I definitely used to have that thought whenever I was first starting. But, like, I don't know, dude, there's been times where I've, like, landed on something a certain way. And then I'm like, oh, that, that wasn't so bad. I, but then I'll, like, land... 
uh, I'll fall the the exact same way, but just the way I landed, like it'll just hurt more. It'll hit like a, um, um, I don't know, like a more more of a boned area, so it, it's more fragile feeling. I don't know. So I I, I can just chalk it up to uh, just how they landed on it, or like what power I guess. I don't know. Gable, Gable's a wrestler. I'm not like I'm not like critiquing your thing right now. I'm just being funny. You made it yeah. sound like you're like. There's times when I fall. You made it sound like you're a wrestler. No, I I just physical labor. <laughs> Gable's a slave. Physical labor. <laughs> physical labor. Yeah, but I don't know. Like whenever someone's just getting dropped on the back of their head, you're like, all right, this should have I mean, some I, effect. Yeah, I mean, I've obviously never taken anything crazy like that, but I mean, I've, I I've fallen Gable- on my my elbow before, and I'm like, okay, that I seemed fine, but then I'll like fall on my elbow. And I'm just like. Oh, I need to lay here and like sleep this off. <laughs> sleep this sleep off. Sleep this off. Not, I'm not getting back up. I'm, I'm done. Tired. I'm tired. Okay, done. so we have another spot here. Uh, this was actually a great spot. So you got to kind of visualize this. Um, ha- Yoshihashi's sitting on the top rope, kind of facing outward. Right? He's just straddling the rope, sitting there, like look like facing outward. So uh, Makabe is behind him on the second rope and holding him and trying to German suplex him off of the top while he's sitting on behind. Him. You, see, you following me? Yeah. Okay. So Hashi won't really. He won't. He's holding on. He won't budge. So Makabe takes his head and fucking smacks it off the post twice, <laughs> and then grabs him and fucking German suplexes him from the fucking top. Jeez, he made it happen, dude. And he fucking hit hard. I was like, oh my god, it was a real, real tough <sighs> looking spot, real brutal. Um. So uh, then we have Makabe then follows it up with a knee drop from the top rope right after that move. And then he wins by pinfall. So this one was Makabe by pinfall. Makabe by pinfall. It was, it was a surprisingly good match. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Next we have Bad Luck Fale versus Hangman Page. Um, Fale came out with a fuck him shirt, which I thought was funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Is that Was that on Pro Wrestling Tees yet? I don't know, actually. It may have been. We could be getting him some sales right now. We should have looked into this. Yeah. All of our fans would be buying fuck him shirts. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um, Paige's music is growing on me a lot. I like it. Yeah. The, the whole, like, uh... western yeah, style yeah, thing. Yeah, I definitely like it. Um, the match starts with Fale attacking Paige from behind, which makes sense after what happened and everything, you know? But, yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially showing that he's, you know, with uh, the Tongas and whatnot. Um, Fale Page throws Paige on top of a group of chairs in the crowd. You know, a lot of times I'll grab a guy and kind of throw him into, the, like, a whole bunch of chairs. Yeah. He fucking kind of... I need to turn that off. When he fucking threw him, he went like on top of all of them. And I was like, oh my god, that looks so painful. Jeez. Instead of just kind of throwing him and pushing him yeah, down. Yeah, you're not, you're not gently falling yeah, into them. Yeah, I was them. like, you're, Jesus, why'd you do it like that? You're eating the top of the chair in the back, possibly. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, uh, Tonga Lao came down to ringside during the match. Um, at that point, I was like, why isn't someone coming down to watch Paige's back? Yeah. And I was kind of like, ah, that's dumb. Like, I mean, there, there's people, like, Omega's there, yeah. you know? I didn't even think about that. I did. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, all right, someone come help Paige. Please help him. And no one did. And I was like, oh, yeah, at, you, at you that could point. Chase out there or, yeah, or, yeah. or uh, Ujiro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought someone should, I thought it made sense for someone to come down. But um, Lau grabbed and tried attacking Paige, but Paige super kicked him. So he prevented from getting uh, jumped by Lau. Page was going to go for the rite of passage, but Tama Tonga runs down. Not Tama Tama. Tonga Loa. 
So a third person. Ca- oh yeah, Tama Tonga did. He's fighting the Fale. What am I talking about? Yeah. For a minute, I thought he was fighting Tonga. So yeah, Tama Tonga ran down and ran down, and all three of them jumped Page. And Page won by DQ, mm-hmm. which uh, I guess they're saying it's very rare for the DQ finishes in the G1 climax. Yeah, dude, you they got one on the first night. I, I was listening to. Uh, it may have been that that night or the next night, but uh, I think Kevin Kelly was the one who who gave reason to like why they never like. I got a note about that. Uh, can I bring it up now, or? Um, I mean, I already kind of brought it up, so. I guess you're just gonna. This is my review, but fine, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just take my I'm heat. Sorry, I'm sorry. Just take my heat. I only get one show this one. That doesn't mean anything. You're, I'm gonna only get one sometime too. All right. No, let me um, let me find it so I can also talk about it. Or give you a second here. Or you can just do it. Um. Yeah, uh, I think Kevin Kelly was the one who who was like, uh, the referees n- don't like to call DQ because they like to. Uh, let the fans uh, have a, like a, a finish to the match. Uh, you don't want to like send the, the 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 fans home without a uh, without a finish. Um, I'm sure many WWE fans could uh, yeah. definitely agree with this. Yeah, that's a very uh, it's a very WWE thing to do. Is uh, to not yeah yes it Did was definitely a it? really great point. No, it's in there somewhere. It's in there somewhere. I'm, I'm not going I'm sorry. through all these notes to get there. Um, but yeah, it's a great point. That's definitely a WWE thing to do. Look at Extreme Rules. I'm pretty sure like over half of them were bullshit fuck job finishes. Dude, so I'm watching SmackDown just because for shits and giggles, I'm, I was caught up on everything and I, I'm like, I, I need some wrestling to watch. I'll put SmackDown on to see what happened. And dude, Jeff Hardy comes out. I remember you telling me about how the match ended. They even showed like a highlight about how uh, Jeff Hardy fought uh, so Shinsuke. Shinsuke. <laughs> got lone blowed when, him. got low blowed when the before the the bell rang. Jeff says ring the bell anyway, and then immediately gets the the Shinsuke knee to the face to end the match in like ten seconds. They recap that, and then Jeff Hardy comes out, and he's like, "I'm challenging Shinsuke tonight to get my belt back," and on and it gets set up that that's gonna be the main event. Right then and there, I'm like. I guarantee you that it's going to be like a real good match or something or a decent match as far as WWE's terms are. And Orton's going to come out and screw it up. Right as soon as Jeff Hardy's about to win, Orton's going to come out and screw it up. Dude, that match happened. That's what happened. Jeff Hardy, Shinsuke put on a decent match. And right as Jeff's about to get the three-foot count, I I reach for the remote because I'm like, I already know what's going to happen. And as I'm turning it off, Randy Orton pulls his leg out of the ring. I'm like, I I knew it the whole fucking time. So dumb. So predictable. WWE sucks. WWE sucks. Yeah. Um, so page one by <laughs> DQ, and then Omega, Abushi, and Owens run down to help, and I'm like, yes, I got happy, because I was like, at least they came down to help at the end. There wasn't anyone there watching his back. Yeah. But at least they all came down. So uh, and I was just I was just glad that page one got the points. I'm like, sweet, because I really want page to win. You, yeah, I'm you really know rooting for page. I agree. I agree. Um, he, he, dude, he's definitely going to be one of the guys that I'm like, uh, on on my off nights, I'm gonna be tuning into his match. Yeah. Um. But oh fuck, where was I going? Something about poop, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right, what do you got next? Um. Well, I mean, about what you were saying about how Kelly brought up about the refs. Like, remember me complaining about that? I'll be like, how come they never DQ him outside yeah. and stuff? This is annoying me. He convinced me. He gave me he gave he me an excuse. It. it may not be the best excuse in the world. Like, oh, they just want to have a good match. 
I mean, you have your rules, but whatever. And I think he even mentioned, like, you know, especially with something as important as the G1, we don't want to have a bunch of stupid endings and stuff. He's like, forget the rules. So, yeah, he convinced me. Dude, this is one of those things that when you're watching a movie, you're like, this is such a stupid fucking plot hole, and all they needed was one line of dialogue. This is your one line of dialogue, and you feel better. He gave it to me, and and they win. They, They get this win because of that. Next, we have Evil versus Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin, the Terminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, the cleaner. Wait, the best bout machine. Am I, I think, doing this I think right? you're confused. Yeah. I think there's something in my ear. Wait, do you hear that? You see? Do you hear that? You see that? There's this ticking going on. Ten. Nine, Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, okay, we're, we're Back better to what now. We're, doing. we're better now. Um, evil out Elgins. I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I have Gable notes. Yeah, you're, you're fucking up. Dude, I was very thorough with my notes to make sure I didn't fuck anything up. Dude, I put even out, uh, evil out Elgins arc. I I am I, 100% certain this is an autocorrect thing. It is. Because it's evil put Elgin's arm through a chair <laughs> and slammed it oh, to the ring post. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kelly mentioned... Okay, that's, I, I found that part about there. It's on here, it looks like. But done. Uh, great job throughout... I thought that this match... It was a great job throughout with evil working the arm after the chair shot. Uh, he grabs his arm at one point... And they're both sitting on the apron, and he, they both just jump off the apron, and he fucking smashes it into the guardrail. So they're doing a great job of him just destroying his arm. Um, there's a great false finish when Evil hit Darkness Falls, which, you know what that is? I can't remember it, but I... It's kind of, it's a fireman's carry where he's on their back, and he kind of turns it into a sit-down powerbomb. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he hits the, uh, he hits the Darkness Falls. Honestly, dude, I thought it was over. And I'm gonna address these false finishes. Um, is, is a sit down power bomb? Is that's like the a Batista bomb? Okay, what what is like a move that they like throw someone down in between their legs upside down? Like like a like a kind of like a one wing angel style move. Where, that's where like they're... a Michinoku driver, I think. It's like a driver. Yeah, I think it's a Michinoku driver. A Michinoku driver is when you kind of slam them and sit down, and they kind of okay. land a little on their head. Because there's times where I, I go to ma- like make a note for something like that, and I'm like, I don't even know what to fucking call this shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, depending. I, yeah, the normal one that people do, I think, is a Michinoku driver. People like switch it up and do different variations and stuff, and there's like. A thousand names yeah. for moves. There was a move in the Omega match that I saw, and I'm like, I can't remember what that's called. Is it the one where he has like the the legs kind of like in like a uh, a figure four shape as no. he's up on the shoulder? No. There's some weird fucking names for sick yeah. shit. Um, it doesn't help that in New Japan, like most of the names that they 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 have for some of these moves are based off of like older older Japanese wrestlers' moves. So like they'll use like their last name to like call them. Oh yeah, yeah. And like I don't, I I'm not gonna remember that. I don't know what you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> who after, are you? Oh man, what a great, what a great commentator. <laughs> um, no, whoever gets that gets that. Probably no one. Um, after that false finish, there was an amazing series of just reversals going into the finish with Elgin hitting a Razor's Edge power bomb. You know what the Razor's Edge is? He's like kind of holding them like this on their back, and he kind of like throws them down. Like a like a crucifix. Yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. He hits a razor's edge I, power bomb, and then hit the big Mike bomb, and Elgin won by pinfall. 
This is one where I wasn't super pumped for this one, but it surprised me because it was a really good fucking match. I've been a, I've been a, a huge fan of the Big Mike matches so yeah. far. They're, they've all been really good. These guys brought it. I might have to put him on my list of people to watch on my off nights. And this is something where like, I feel like anyone in New Japan can have a great match. Yeah, they, like, at, 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 at this point, I've seen two. Ma- I've seen like three matches. Five of the guys I, I didn't really care about that much, and all of them had good matches. I'm like, man, these guys are doing good. I took my socks off. Um, this is getting crazy. Your socks? Yeah, I took my You're, socks off. Is it going to stink in here? No, we're good. Oh, good. Next, we have uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I was like, oh shit, this should be a this should be a barn burner. Oh, a boy. barn burner of a What's match. What's that mean? Uh, it's a really good match. Oh, cool. Some JR would say this is going to be a barn burner. It's going to it's going it's to burn the barn down because it's going to be such a hot match. This is going to be a disinteresting match. <laughs> you got to talk like this when you're JR. <laughs> it's going to be a disinteresting match. <laughs> um, there's a pretty bad spot near the beginning where Tanahashi sells a kick to the face that missed by like a legit two to three feet. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, it happens. But I was like, oh boy, he didn't even come close. Um, Suzuki spent like five minutes at the beginning just destroying Tanahashi's leg with different submissions. Um, something, a small thing I noticed that was really cool. Suzuki goes back to working the leg later and has a figure four on him on Tanahashi. You know, the figure four leg lock. Yeah, leg lock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has a figure four on him. So Tanahashi's trying to turn the move over because once you flip it over, it reverses it and it starts hurting the guy that's put it on. As he's going to do that, and he's in the middle of trying to flip it, Suzuki goes to move his leg away. To break it, and Tanahashi grabs his leg and puts it back on so he can flip the hold. Like, Suzuki was trying to break the hold so Tanahashi couldn't flip it. Uh-huh. And then Tanahashi just grabs Suzuki's leg and puts the hold back on himself so he can flip it and hurt him. It was like a small thing. I was like, that's really cool and smart. Instead of having him just break the hold, he's making him keep it on him so he can flip it on him and hurt him Dude, now. L- later on, whenever I go talk about my Tanahashi match, it- it's a- another match where uh, I think he fights Jay white and yeah. the whole time jay's working his leg so i think we're gonna be seeing tanahashi get his leg yeah on a lot i kind of i kind of figured they're gonna do that whenever they were because they're even bringing up how like oh this is gonna this is gonna hurt him throughout the tournament probably this is gonna be an issue people are gonna focus on it okay um tanahashi hit an inverted dragon screw on suzuki that looked amazing and like i went back and i watched it the move and i'm like it doesn't look that horrible yeah but what made it great was suzuki's selling he was selling this thing like he just got fucking shot. Like, he did such a great job of selling that it hurt that it looked so good. It made it look even better. Dude, for some reason, Tanahashi's dragon screw is always, like, he he delivers them well, too. So, but, and it, it helps thing. whenever Suzuki, like, it takes it that much further. Yeah, and it wasn't even, like, a normal dragon screw where you just kind of, and they flip. Like, it was a weird one that I hadn't really seen. Okay. But, yeah, like, dude, both of them, even Tanahashi throughout, he sold the leg amazing. Like, even just parts, like, after Suzuki wasn't working it for, like, a minute, he goes to run and he's kind of limping. Like, they, they just both did a great job of selling in the match, which makes it so much more real and so good. Um, Tanahashi ends up hitting a great-looking frog splash, and he wins by pinfall. Tanahashi by pinfall. Pinfall. And then we have, I believe, our main event. I'm trying to remember the proper way to say it. Kazuchika, is that it? You did it. <laughs> yeah. Kazuchika Akada. Oh fuck! <laughs> I messed up the easy one. I suck. <laughs> Whatever. Kazuchika Okada versus Jay White. 
I'm, I'm looking forward to Jay White now, man, because after the G1, like, dude. he's I'm liking him more and more. Yeah, dude, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing a great job as a heel. He is. He's doing a bang-up job. Bang-ups. So there was some funny, uh, friendly stuff at the beginning where they're just kind of messing around with each other. But and then but then Okada just goes to pat him on his fucking head and White just loses and starts beating the <laughs> shit out of him. He starts chopping him like crazy. Um, White gave Okada a series of brutal clotheslines into the guardrail and the ring apron back and forth. It was really cool. Like, you know, he kind of, like, throws him into the rail and kind of, like, goes like that like he's clotheslining him. Mm. He did it, like, four times. He did it in the guardrail. Through into the apron, garbo apron, and it looked brutal. It was a really cool little yeah. little series are of you, moves. Are you a fan of this red-haired Okada? I just got like this crazy. I'm, I have balloons and I'm turning into a clown type yeah, thing. Whenever I, I kind of noticed, I was like, I was like, okay, it, I, I noticed it for two seconds and moved on. I was super indifferent to it. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I it's weird. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's weird. And he going up to this, I, I always like. The few matches I've seen him, and he's just like this stern-faced, like, yeah, I'm better than you type type guy. Well, yeah. still having like a, a face aspect about him. He's going, then, he's going through a midlife crisis, but not being midlife because of his title he's loss. He's just really sad about losing his belt, and now he's gone fucking crazy from losing it. <laughs> he's going insane. He's going to kill the Batman. Dude, don't do that. <laughs> he's turning into a clown. Just what break his back. He'll be fine if you just break his back. That's Bane. That's more like a Michael Elgin or someone else. Michael Elgin can be Bane. Yeah, I guess I guess uh, Joker is more of like a tall Asian dude. That kind of makes sense. <laughs> it's the body type. I'm talking about body type. <laughs> the body type. Dude, I want I want to rewatch The Dark Knight, but Okada be the Joker instead of Heath Ledger. <laughs> I think it'll be an interesting. He'll just be movie. sad about losing the belt the whole time. You want to rob this bank? I'm just sad. I want to play with this balloon. <laughs> so um. There's a funny spot in this match where uh, White kind of rips the ring skirt off the apron and just basically puts it over <laughs> Okada's head and starts suffocating him with it. <laughs> and then he just politely puts it back on. <laughs> like, it's really funny. I did see that. Yeah. Probably because uh, the, the sponsors have to be displayed or something. Yeah, it was, it was funny the way he did it. Yeah, I know. Um, so when Okada does a cross body off the top rope, he yells Scooby Dooby Doo. Yeah, I, 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 I did watch this match. I saw that. That was weird. And the commentary says it has something to do with Osprey yelling "pip pip." I guess yeah, it's some kind of inside know. joke or something. I don't know. Maybe. Um, there was a spot where uh, White does a side suplex to Okada, fucking basically throwing him over the top rope backwards. It looked kind of dangerous. And anytime someone's taking like a bump over the top like that, I'm like, how do they know how the fuck they're gonna fall? Like mm. where they're gonna land? You know? They have to be like really comfortable yeah. with the ring. Yeah. And uh, where everything's at. White suplex Okada into the rail just like uh, Juice at the G1 special in front of the announcers. They kind of like, I don't know, they want to like kind of did it again or just ripped on it because uh, Rocky fell out of his chair like JR did and they were like talking about it. So I was like, I don't know, it's, uh, it, was, it was okay. It's a parody. Yeah, that's what it kind of seemed like a little bit. Um, Is JR okay? Is he dead? He's I don't dead. know, I think he might be dead. I'm in the in the hospital in the hospital with a fractured anus hole. Oh, I got some medication. How did you just arg like a pirate? <laughs> what? Did you go arg? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you were like arg. I got this medication. <laughs> I was like, I, why is Jr. a pirate? <laughs> it was more of a grunt, but uh, that's that's how it works too. <laughs> I think it's better if Jr. is a pirate. <laughs> He's trying to get some booty. He, he's Juice Robinson. Him and him and Juice Robinson are going to go swashbuckling. 
That sounds really fun. <laughs> I want to do that. He's going to call him Yo. <laughs> He's going to call Juice Robinson Yo. <laughs> Alright, let's see here. So then uh, Jay White brings a chair in and pushes Red Shoes down with it. And then Okada drop kicks it right into White's face. Uh, Okada hits the Rainmaker, but White backhands Red the Red Shoes during the move and knocks him down so the ref can't count. Bunch of just cool, like, you can tell they're going into the finish here. I'll talk more about the finish this year shortly, probably finish, the next yeah. one. Um, <clears throat> Okada hits, uh, White hits a low blow and throws the chair, nailing Okada in the face. Then hits a Blade Runner, and Jay White wins by pinfall. Really good match. Really yeah. good match. Oh, White cuts a really good heel promo afterwards, too, where basically he's like, fuck everyone. Fuck everyone, this is my chaos. Yeah, and he, he says it's his chaos, his G1, and Okada is done. You, Sounds like he's trying to take over the chaos there. I, I'd like to see a new reign. I, I didn't really feel like, like Okada did anything, at least from what we were watching. Like... He didn't really, it didn't really seem like there's a leader of chaos or there really even is a chaos. It just kind of yeah. seems like, hey, uh, let's put a chaos logo on a, our merchandise and then yeah. that makes us part of a group. Yeah, I think some of the groups could really... I, don't, I mean, I guess they do a lot of tag matches, which helps, which helps the group thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess when they do a lot of, like, you know, faction versus faction, it kind of helps, but... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I want to see more camaraderie out of... Uh, out of no, I agree. I'd, I'd I'd agree with that. Remember when I was trying to read the word camaraderie the other day? Come, camaraderie or something. I said something stupid. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you Come saying?" Camaraderie. Come on, my face is how you say. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's it for night one, man. Um. So now I'm gonna do night three, and then Dave's gonna do night two. After. It makes sense, right? Just to go like back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so next we have the G1 Climax 28, night two. 18, night two. 2018, 92. B block. It's 20. Oh, yeah. AIDS. B block. You say AIDS? No. Why AIDS. would you say that? You, you can't say make Ar- fun of people with AIDS. Arg like a pirate? You want Arg like a pirate? You can't make fun of people with AIDS, Gable. Pirate AIDS? You can't make fun of people with Dude, AIDS. Don't turn this around on me. You were making both black and Jewish jokes earlier. <laughs> I turned it around on you. <laughs> like, like, you're like, get me out. I'm not, I don't want to get in trouble for making fun of the AIDS people. You didn't make fun of AIDS people. You just said they shouldn't be allowed to live. It's okay. Oh, boy. No one's listening. No one cares. That's a good point. Everyone with AIDS should be allowed to live forever like Magic Johnson. Everyone should get the Magic Johnson treatment if they have AIDS. Okay, so now we have night two. This is the B-Block's first night. We have, uh, it starts off with, what? Do you hear it? Ten, nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ah! Wait, what were we doing? Uh, night two. That was very disrespectful of this podcast, but we kind of deserve it, so it's <laughs> fine. All right, Tomohiro Ishii versus Toru Yano. Uh, this was really a basic match until Yano takes the pad off. <laughs> Which eventually they were kind of teasing. Oh, it's a more serious Yano, which I guess it was. <laughs> Wait, Yano took Yano took the pad off. It's it's well into the match. Though. It wasn't something normally okay. he'll just run right He's at just it. Just right for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So he takes the pad off, and they kind of tease a back and forth of who's gonna who's gonna go into it until Ishii goes into the exposed turnbuckle twice, second time head first. Uh, they take turns then going into the turnbuckle. One gets thrown into it, then another one gets thrown into it. Um, Ishii goes head first again. Yano rolls him up. I thought it was over again. This was another false finish, but Ishii kicks out. Uh, there was a cool sequence where they both use the ref until he gets knocked down. 
Ishii hits a low blow, does a little fancy little pin thing. He wraps his arm around his foot and does a fucking twirly pin thing. And then Ishii won by pinfall. Um, the match definitely didn't suck. It was all right. It was a good match. It was a good opener. Nothing super special. This is this isn't. I don't think they can have a bad match in, in the G1 <laughs> or in New Japan, really. I mean, every match is at least somewhat decent, it seems, you know? Yeah. But, you know, it's also, I'm not a big Yano fan, so... I'm not, I'm not a huge Ishii fan, yeah. although Ishii can add to a match if there's... But, like, like you said, I'm not a huge Yano fan, yeah. so that's not gonna... That's not gonna... There's uh, not a whole lot of investment there for you, you know? Like, if it's, like, Suzuki versus Ishii, I'm like, oh, dude, these are two big fuckers going at one another. Yeah, but it's, yeah. like, Yano and Ishii, I'm like, eh. Yeah, dude, when it's them two, they just, like, try to kill each other, it seems. They're both in chaos, too, yeah. so... All right, next we got Juice Robinson versus Tamatanga. Uh, the first note I have is that Juice's face makes me angry. I just want to punch him. So I like that. Juice. It's, uh, Tonga's playing dirty, of course. I call it playing smart. And they say they're playing dirty. That's just, you're just being smart whenever Spank, you're... Spanking them on the ass. Yeah, cheating is good if you don't get caught. Yes. Even if you do get caught, it's still good because they're probably not going to DQ you in New Japan because it's important. As long, as long as you don't uh, push it too far. Yeah, exactly. Don't take it too far. Um, in between some of the in-ring action, Tama tries to slam the guardrail door outside on Juice's hand, but Juice moves it out of the way. And Dude, he really slammed that fucking door hard, yeah. too. Yeah. That would have hurt. The Tong, uh, Tonga... Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tonga Lao uh, jumps Juice outside while Tama has the ref distracted, doing some more dirty tactics. Juice goes for pulp friction, and Tonga gets on the apron, distracting. Juice pulls him in the ring and kicks his ass. I think... I, anytime someone does that, I'm like, you're stupid. Anytime I see them do that, whenever they just grab the person and start beating them up, I'm like, this isn't going to help you at all. Someone's going to beat you up now that you wasted your time doing this. I feel like, why don't you just, I mean, don't look at them and ignore them? Wait, what do you mean? I, I'm confused. Like, Tonga Lao gets on the apron, okay. Juice grabs him and pulls him into the ring and starts beating him up. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I got just, the Tongas confused. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was Why don't confused. you just, like, not pay attention? I guess this could go to any yeah. time that someone ever gets yeah. on their ring apron. You could just not look at them and just keep doing your the, match. The only thing is if you give them like w- one quick blow, like like a super kick or like yeah, a, yeah, something a, fast. a big punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Throat I mean, chop. It's, it's classic wrestling. It happens yeah. all the time. So it's not like I'm picking on this match. It's just a little thing. You're like, just don't look at them, bro. It's no different than a horror movie. And you're like, why are you doing this? You're stupid. You're going to die. <laughs> but it happens, so. Uh, Tama reverses the pulp friction into the gun stun, which is just a cutter. And Tama wins by pinfall. Dude, Tama's gun stuns are, like, real good yeah, looking. Yeah, they do look they, they do look good. And next we have Sonata versus Haruki Goto. Goto. Is it Goto? Haruki Goto. Goto? Dude, every time I hear the name Haruki Goto, I don't know why, but I think... Racist. Uh, I, I think of, uh, uh, it was, it was a song from Two and a Half Men. <laughs> that Charlie had to write for uh, the samurai like kid show, y- Yoshi Yoshikuru. Oh oh oh, Oshikuru, my oh my, he's a demon samurai. <laughs> Who's a demon samurai? Oshikuru. I don't know what any of this means. You didn't watch Two and a Half Men? No. No. Oh, I always got confused by the title. Like, is there like a midget in it? It's a kid. Oh. That's a half a guy. Yeah. That makes sense. The show makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. That's it, it was, a half a guy. It was good when Charlie Sheen was on it, but I, dude, I couldn't Didn't I couldn't Ashton watch. Kutcher go on yeah, or something? Yeah, dude, Ashton Kutcher was yeah. his replacement, and it did not help. Yeah. Um, 
So what's the Sonata versus who? What's the song? Uh, Heroku Goto. Heroku Goto. Dude, Heroku it's not even Goto. the same name. It just yeah. I was singing it with Hero, Heroku Goto's name for the longest time, and I'm like, oh, I know where this song's from. You found it. Yeah. Ooh. So Sonata versus Haruki Goto. There's, there was a cool spot when Sonata is setting up the Stone Cold Steve Austin and kind of swings Goto around with his head. Like, yeah, you know how when you have someone in an inverted DDT position where you're going to drop them, you're just kind of holding them like this with their head facing up? Yeah. yeah. He grabs him and just starts fucking swinging, like in a circle, and the guy's kind of like hanging. It's <laughs> pretty cool. That was a cool little spot. Uh, Goto wouldn't tap to the skull end, and Sonata ran up real fast for a moonsault and missed. Nice series of moves and counters back and forth, and Sonata gets a roll-up that I thought would be three, but Goto kicks out. Okay, let me just say about these. I was going to say I was going to talk about these false finishes. New Japan is amazing with false finishes. Yeah, dude. Making you think it's three, and they barely fucking kick out in time. It happens all the time. They are great. There's so many times already I've watched this G1 probably three or four times. I thought for sure a match was over, and it wasn't. They're really good at it. Really good at the false finishes. Uh, Goto hits a cool variant of the reverse GTR, and after almost getting the GTR reversed, Goto hits it. So he hits his finisher, and he gets he wins by pinfall. Goto by pinfall. And uh, after what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over the current score after each show at the end of the show of, of what of what it is okay. for everyone. So we'll do that at the end. Um, and you kept asking about this next match, so we're gonna go over Zack Saber Jr. versus Koto Abushi. <laughs> Oh, Kodo Abushi. Uh, I would just like to say that I was listening to uh, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, and Dave Meltzer said this match was fucking amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I hated this match. Dude, I liked this match. I fast-forwarded through it. Dude, yeah. I was getting so annoyed with all the fucking, like, every time like something happened, it was like Zach, Zach Saber's just like, all right, here's a weird submission, go. I mean, that's kind of his, that's his gimmick. I know, yeah. but I, I don't know, it was boring to me, and I, 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 I couldn't watch it. As I watched it, I was like, uh, I already knew what it was going to be. I'm like, he clearly didn't like this match because you kept asking if I saw it with like this annoyed look on your face. Uh, and, I, and I was watching, I was like, yeah, he must have just got bored with the submissions. Dude, I, there were so many fucking submissions. I, I, I was bored out of my mind. Yeah, dude, um, the, probably the first 10 minutes was a lot of mat wrestling with counter after counter from each guy. Lots of stiff striking in this uh, in between the mat wrestling, which, which I thought was kind of cool. See, the reason I enjoyed this was because I like watching... There was a fucking... A Cody Rhodes match that was very much like this. Where there was like five minutes at the beginning where they just did mat wrestling and mat wrestling and mat wrestling. And I like it. I just like watching just like how they counter the stuff, how they get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff like that. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I to, to me, it was just like... Another thing, and like, because this is G one, it was just a complete different type of match from all the ones I've seen so far. I see what you're saying, but I, yeah. I just personally, you just, you I just couldn't get, get into, into the to all the submissions. And, yeah. I don't know the way Zack Saber Jr. like performed them. It looked like he was like unlocking like a fucking like padlock, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't. know. He was solving a Resident Evil puzzle, and he's supposed to be playing yeah, a re- doing, like playing, I don't having know. a wrestling match. Maybe Zack Saber Jr. I just don't like. He just he he. Yeah, he's weird. He's yeah, a weird style. Maybe you don't like his face. Like, I hate Juice's face. Maybe, maybe. that's it. Maybe that's You're it. You're not a fan of his face. That could be. Oh. Um, after the uh, the first 10 minutes of just a lot, there was a lot of back and forth with Saber. Still trying to lock in some submissions. Lots of stiff kicks and forearms. These guys were just beating the shit out of each other. Abushi uh, reverses Saber into a tombstone position. Did you see this? But he loses his balance and they both almost fucking fall out of the ring. 
Like he, uh, like Abushi, like um, Saberzuna move. Abushi kind of catches him and reverses it for a tombstone, but Abushi loses his balance and starts stumbling backwards, and they both almost fell through the ropes. But uh, Saber kind of stopped them from falling out. I was like, oh, that was a little scary. I thought you were talking about something else for a second. Yeah. So, do you know what I'm talking about? No. I can't remember if that was on your night or mine. Oh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I didn't. Know I didn't but yeah, but it's something very similar. So that happens. was that was a spot that did not go right. Um. Lots of awesome as fuck counter wrestling from both guys toward the end leading to the finish. This is another thing that New Japan is amazing at. When their finishes, they have a lot of just like intricate shit for a lot of the matches going into the finish. Yeah. So it's not like WB where they do two things and you're like, finisher, it's done. They have like lots of fast paced moves, lots of fast paced reversals and counters. So as it, it actually builds to the fucking finish. And psychologically it makes sense. Like it, it kind of goes fast. It's kind of like a movie that keeps getting faster and faster, more dramatic and it climaxes at the finish of the movie. Like a lot of new Japan matches, there'll be all this crazy shit going on and it gets more and more intense and back and forth. And finally it ends. They're so well done. Like they're so good with their finishes in new Japan. Um, Ibushi hits an awesome variation of a German suplex. He kind of is holding Saber's arms like this as he does it. It was a really cool suplex. And uh, hits the Tamagoya. Tamagoya, I think it's called. The Tamagoya. And Ibushi wins by pinfall. Yeah, there was a certain point where I did, uh, since I knew it was a night where I didn't have to watch, I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to fast like, forward. If I don't have to, I don't like it, then why the yeah, fuck am I watching? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Seems logical to me. And then we have the main event of this night. Tetsuya Naito versus Kenny Omega. Now, let me bring up SmackDown this week again. Oh. You got the picture I sent you, right? Yes. What the fuck's that about? Well, what, what were they saying in it? Dude, it was... Here, I'll, I'll pull up. Dude, it's Sienna almost straight up laying on the ropes, the middle rope, Yeah. in Tranquilo's position. And the announcers are even saying, like, oh, the, he always talks about how he's Tranquilo. I'm like... Dude, this is fucking Tetsuya Naito. They're yeah. literally doing exactly Tetsuya Naito's gimmick. Like, what the fuck is happening? Apparently he's watching the G1. Dude, I I don't know if it's supposed to be a shot at fucking... Like, look at that. He even hit his chest and went like this whenever he did that. I'm like, what the fuck? She's doing it too. It's bullshit. I'm pissed. This is dumb. Have they ever done that before? Look, He's, Corey says, Tranquilo, Phillips. And then earlier in the match, they even like set up to talk about it more. Uh, he claims he is Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Why do they keep saying Tranquilo over um, and over and over dude, again? I'm like, dude, they're, they're clearly either taking a shot at New Japan, being like, hey, haha, we still we still make more money than you. And Maybe almost and Naito are like best friends. Or they're straight up Probably trying to not. rip it off. WWE would never do something like that. If you ever watched the Monday Night Wars... That's all that they did was rip each other it's off. So, oh, dude, that's what's happening. Yeah. The winds of changes. The, <laughs> the winds of changes. Can you feel it? Can you feel the winds of changes? I, I feel them, feel dude. It? it feels good. I it just referenced Monsters Inc. I'm very proud of you. I'm very, I'm very, very proud of you. So let's first off, uh, the commentators did a pretty good job in the beginning talking about their previous matches and kind of just building up how badass and amazing they were. And I'm like, I haven't seen them. I'll take their word for it. Okay. Um. I love when Naito does the eye gimmick, especially right in front of the guy, and is like oh. kind of looking him up and down. It's <laughs> Dude, very funny. He did it right to the belt. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but did you see he kind of went like, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like he was kind of uh he was kind of amused i'm yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. he's like oh this, Dude, lo- it's, this it's, looks pretty good it's very funny <laughs> um there's a lot of funny taunting early on kind of just taunting each other a lot uh there was a, a really cool spot where naito where he usually you know what we were just talking about where he b- runs the ropes and kind of lays down and does the pose he's right? tranquil he's tranquil. yeah yeah he's sienna almost yeah i can't believe he ripped off sienna almost you gotta put almost out of your mind let the yeah. anger it's Ugh, and it then only, he rips his mask off all only, the time and can, it pisses dude, me off. It only takes 10 seconds for the anger to go away. Hadith. 10, 9, nine 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And, and now you're better. There we go. There it is. Um, no, I'm still pissed. Oh, no, don't think about it. <laughs> so there's a cool spot where uh, Naito does that, but then instead of actually laying and doing the pose, he fucking runs over for a dive. But then he just fucking doesn't do it and fakes out Omega. And Omega's kind of like covering himself, ready for the dive. It was really yeah. cool. And then he went back and did the pose. It was really <laughs> cool. I was like, oh, that was pretty sweet. Do you think he he, he uh, kind of like like ran a little too far the first time he went to do it? And I think and it was planned. You think it was planned? Okay. Yeah, I do. I, I think it was planned. Uh, especially the way that uh, Kenny sold it outside. You know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. He wasn't ready to get take a dive. He was kind of okay. just covering himself up to sell it. I noticed this a lot in this match. Let's talk about Kenny. I got some words. I have some words for Mr. Omega. I love this match. Kenny does a great job. I was trying to trying to word this well. To, it's, Did not sound uh, like you want to suck his dick. Well, not that, but just kind of describe. My, I'll suck his dick to get my point across here. I've seen the DM. It's nice. It's not. It's it's very nice. <laughs> so Kenny does a great job with just things he does as a wrestler. To make it seem more real when he wrestles. Like, the facials that he does when moves are happening. Just the sounds he makes and the small things he says that you can overhear the camera picks up. Just, like, movements and whatnot. Like, it's hard to describe what I'm trying to say, but he has a lot of mannerisms that just, like, make it seem like you're not watching a guy that was in the back. He's like, all right, you're going over on Naito tonight. It makes it seem like you're watching a real fucking match. And, like, he doesn't know what's going to happen. And, like... It it just makes it and it makes it seem much more real and enjoyable. Just little things he does throughout the whole match. I noticed. Yeah, there's a little more than a handful of times that I've actually caught myself forgetting that the fuck the New Japan is like all scripted yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and worked. It's and all whatnot. work, yeah. And but like every single one of those times, Kenny Omega's been in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, he's really he's really good at it. One thing though is Omega shouldn't say you can't escape whenever the guy is going to escape. <laughs> he did it to Cody too. It was really funny. Yeah, I noticed. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> Maybe it's on purpose. It's like a kind of a little. So you funny understood thing. the text I sent. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, because I already had a note for it whenever you sent that. <laughs> um, dude, Kenny went the distance with a fucking springboard crossbody all from the inside all the way past the guardrail on uh, Naito, which was impressive. Uh, Naito reverses the one wing angel into a reverse Hurricane Rana. Every time I see a reverse Hurricane Rana, I'm like, ouch. Um, Those are the, the, is that the thing that WWE calls the Frankensteiners? Yeah. Okay. Except the, yeah, except this is like one where he did it from behind. So he kind of falls back yeah, on Yeah, dude, even, even New Japan, they call it the reverse Frankensteiner. It depends. Sometimes, depends on who, but yeah, yeah. it depends on who's saying it. Because there's one point, and I think it was actually in this match where someone goes to call it, a Frankenstein, the one calls it like a reverse Rana, and I'm like, you, I was like, you guys are, you guys are just, you're all over the place with the name of this move. Um, I don't know what the fuck move this was, but Naito had Kenny set up for like a pump handle move 
Um, and it was kind of a side powerbomb, which was really cool. Like, he puts his hands underneath him and grabs him and kind of lifts him up and did like a side powerbomb. I've never seen it before. It was a really cool move. Um, Kenny has Naito up and gets reversed into a wicked Dustito. Like, oh, it was Dustino. a really cool one. Um, Naito goes for a... Or, um, no, Kenny goes for a one-wing angel again. Naito tries to reverse it, and Omega fucking plants him with, like, a variation tombstone where he drove him into the mat and sat down. Yeah. Oh, dude, that that was the move where I just yelled. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I yelled out loud when I was watching it. Um, great fucking move. Uh, awesome fucking counter from Naito to Omega. Uh, Omega's trying to do the one-wing angel again from the second rope this time, and uh, Naito kind of does, like, a, a sunset flip powerbomb. He reversed it. It was a really cool move. Omega kicks out of another Dustito, which I was like, holy shit, I thought it might have been over there. Great, this is what I was talking about before, leading to the finish. Great series of fast-paced moves and reversals, just building the momentum of the match. Uh, Naito goes for a Dustito, and Omega reverses it into like a sit-down tombstone pile driver, which was amazing. Uh, he hits a J-Driller on Naito, and Naito fucking kicks out of that too. I was like, these guys are going all out. And then Omega hits the one-wing angel and wins by pinfall. That, that's the only time for, uh, for the moment, I guess, that that I'm uh, able to be like, I know what's going to happen next is when he hits the one-wing angel right now. Yeah. Because, when I, dude, as soon as someone breaks out of that one-wing angel, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to swerve. I'm going to be swerved. Everyone's going to be fucking swerved. And it's going to be a big fucking moment. Yeah. That's the, that's gonna be the person who's gonna win that match. That's gonna be uh, they, what what yeah what they should do is that should be the guy that beats him for the title in the run. To be. Yeah, that's definitely what they should do. Um, dude, great fucking match, really good match. I thoroughly fucking enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it, dude, and that's the end of night two, block B. I mean, to talk more about that that move, like it's how many fucking other guys can you like? Whenever they put their finisher move on. You're just like I. That's the end, like dude. It used to. It used to always be like that. And dude, but then WWE prostituted finishing moves. He's probably so they meant nothing. He he and I mean, who else? Who else has some good finishing moves in the New Japan? Uh, no one. No one. Dude, well, for, <laughs> for a little bit, the Cody. Whenever he did his in Ring of Honor, his uh, Crossroads. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, that's the end of the match because yeah. there'd be a few like breaks for the crossroads where it doesn't get performed and when he does it i'm like all right it's done <coughs> but i think uh he switched he, he has a new finisher or something now yeah 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 it was where he puts him on his back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but dude i i wish it was always like that like there's i wish like half the guys had like finishers that were real fucking finishers it yeah i mean it would be cool it would make it mean a lot more whenever they actually do kick out it's of a it big deal yeah not, maybe not half the guys it's a little excessive maybe but. three quarters of the guys yeah. That's yeah. more than half. <laughs> I made it worse. Maybe like maybe like three sevens. I'm screening Unfriended and the Equalizer 2 tonight. Does that interest you? Uh, it doesn't seem relevant. It seems like something you should tell Jackie <laughs> or something. You fucking kayfabe, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, your turn. All right. Well, can we take a save break? Oh, that's a really good idea. You're smart. We're going to save break. It was actually a pee break for me. Oh, we're going to take a pee break. Gable went pee pee, and now we're back. Oh, we're back. But you're not really going to notice it since there's nothing here. Yeah, we're, uh... <laughs> well, that was weird. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh... <laughs> let's just gloss right over it and move on. Wait, nothing wait. happened. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, eight seven, seven, six, five... five. 
four, three, two, one. Oh, I probably, couldn't even see the clock that time. That's probably worked. the last one this time. Yeah, that's what I was actually thinking. All right, let's do this. All right, uh, so night three, first off. Uh, this was A block, right? Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. this is A block. We have Elgin uh, going off against Page to kick us off. Hangman Page? For the, uh, yeah, for the... Uh, tw- oh, shit. Oh, you good? No, you're good. I, I fucked up. No, we're good. Uh, for the uh, first of the tournament tournament matches for the night. None of that undercard shit. Seriously, we don't have fucking time for that. No, fuck that. No, we we're do- human beings, man. We need to sleep yes. and live. Yes. Um. So, uh... uh we get a little bit into the match. It starts off nothing too exciting. Uh, we got Paige doing a uh, really awesome shooting star press, running off of the, uh, running down the side of the apron onto the uh, dude, I outside. I fucking of the love ring. when he land on his feet. I love when he fucking does probably. that. Probably I, I didn't make an, I didn't <laughs> like probably. I didn't make a note. <laughs> dude, I love when he does that fucking move. It's so impressive. Um, later on we got a, uh, we got them both back in the ring, uh, and both of them do. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Whenever they both. Uh, Whenever you just run up against the rope, like you, you you run at the rope to get momentum and bounce off. I I, I just call it a rope check. Yeah, I mean that'll work. Yeah, rope. yeah, it's kind of like throw him to the rope. Was it was it one when he throws him, the other guy kind of runs and follows him to the ropes? They do that a lot. In this Japan. this one's a little different. Yeah, that's okay. that's why I wanted to talk yeah. about it. Uh, both uh both of them rope check opposite sides of the rings to to, to challenge each uh as as if like okay. a challenge okay. of strength. Yeah. Um. And uh, Paige jumps up, and Mike catches him uh, in, like, mid-jump for a powerbomb. It was real cool. It was a real cool move. Um, he, like, he, like, jumped, like, fucking, like, dude, into his, like, straight so, up? So so Paige jumped up. Paige jumped up to dropkick him, and his legs went around Mike's head, and Mike slammed him oh, back for a powerbomb. Cool. That's it was, cool. Dude, this was, this was a... Uh, uh, one of the best matches I've seen. Second best match I've seen in the tournament thus far. Nice. Um, let's see. Mike does... Dude, Mike does what the announcer described as Osprey's Stormbreaker, but he started it from a hanging crucifix position. Dude, it was insane. Really? It was insane. It was a really cool move. Wow. Um, Hangman displays awesome fucking strength. By lifting Mike up, dude. Mike's a big dude. Yeah, he, he is. He lifts him up and gives him a foul driver, dude. I, I, I didn't think. I don't know. Is that does that seem unreasonable? You're giving me weird faces. I'm just a. I'm just. I'm into the story, it's, man. It's like there's something on my face that like you're looking at. I'm there's, not. I'm not used to be people being interested in what I'm saying. It's weird. I, I, would it help you make you feel better if I'm faking it? Yeah. <laughs> No, you, just like a pile driver, just a normal pile yeah, driver. Yeah, just a normal pile driver. I get, but I get scared when people do pile drivers on big guys. So I'm like, they're gonna kill them. Yeah, but whenever they were setting setting it up, I mean, obviously they they made it look harder than it was supposed yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, but yeah, so, yeah. but I'm believing it. I'm making it look like he's like really fucking like putting a lot of effort to fucking lift up. Well, dude, I think like, it's, I think it's so much more dangerous when you do them on big guys like that. Yeah, because he they could easily just slip out of your exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Over. Oh, whenever he does the pile driver, though, um, so imagine him, someone being set up for the pile driver, but like reach now over their legs. I think that's what. Uh, I think that's what. Um. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Are you not talking about like whenever they reach around like this, or when they reach over both? Like, like, like imagine like I'm holding them. Yeah. And then I just put my arms 
yeah, up yeah, on his, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. his legs. And then basically you try to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I would be terrified being in either <laughs> position there. Yeah. I'm like, can you just not take this move? I don't want to do it anymore. It's too scary. I don't want to kill you. Um, they they tease, uh, later on they tease Mike suplexing Paige from the top rope onto the floor. Jesus. Uh, but it was broken up by Paige just throwing him back into the ring. Yeah. Dude, just the thought of like, if that would have happened just terrified me. Yeah. Um, Paige then tries a uh, Hurricane Rana on Mike. You mean a Frankensteiner? Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows at this point? It's whatever. Uh, but Mike then it's another uh, another situation where Mike catches him. Uh, but w- after after he catches him for the the from the Frankensteiner, Paige kind of just like powers through powers through with it and finishes the frankensteiner oh, that's really cool yeah like i thought it was getting reversed and like it's like no fuck you bitch i'm doing this that's move. pretty sweet i've never seen that yeah that was cool um let's see uh great false finish after Paige gives a top rope cutter to mike um i'm not you're you're getting good at this you use false finish right and then there's another great false finish when mike gives a splash mountain power bomb to Paige. I can't remember what that was. I wish I would have noted that. I think the Splash Mountain Powerbomb is what I said earlier. Is where that in he's Disney up for World? A crucif- it is, it is. It's in Disney World. Elgin owns that ride. Interesting. They lease it. I'm going to wear a Mike Elgin shirt when we get to Disney next <laughs> Only time. Only for that ride. Just for that ride. <laughs> you go on Splash Mountain. <laughs> I think that's whenever they have him up as a crucifix and he drops him and does a sit-down Powerbomb. I think that's the Splash Mountain. One. Okay. I think that's what that yeah, is. No, no, yeah, that sounds right. Because what's funny, when I was Yeah, doing, you're yeah. right. Because I remember there were two times where he sets him up in the crucifix. Because whenever, whenever he did it, when I watched it, I had a note and I started putting Splash I'm like, that can't be right. And I changed <laughs> the name. But that is what it's called, Splash Mountain. Uh, then, uh, then finally after, after a little more battling, like just, uh, just punching and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and normal, normal. And sometimes towards the end they get to where they start beating the shit out of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elgin, uh, does, uh, Elgin finishes it with a Elgin bomb, um, uh, for the, uh, three count to get two points for himself. Nice. That match sounds really good. Dude, it was a really good match yeah. with, dude, I just... Oh man, it's real close to the Omega match, but like, like I said, dude, I I love the Omega match. Dude, Elgin is someone where I looked at him and I'm like, this guy's not, this guy's gonna be boring. Yeah, and he has been impressive. Mm-hmm. And dude, it helped that he's with fucking Paige. Paige, yeah. Paige is one of the Paige biggest upcoming great. guys. Yeah, make sure you don't delete any of your notes because I, I I can't put in my phone the points, so I'm gonna do it at the end. Okay. Um, next up we had Yoshihashi versus Evil. Evil. I wish Evil had two names. Um, Yoshihashi's another guy that I'm just not, like, like I think I mentioned earlier, I'm not, like, a huge fan yeah. of. Yeah. Um, Evil I like, uh, but mainly, I, most of my exposure is obviously the tag team work. Yeah, him and Sonata, um, yeah. That, dude, that's a, a thing that I'm really excited about with this G1, is we get to see Evil and Sonata both take on some singles matches and kind of... Uh, distinguish themselves as singles wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a much different than seeing them in a tag. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm sure, like, the people who've been watching New Japan have seen them a, a bunch of times, maybe. Yeah, well, fuck you guys. I mean, we haven't been we- watching it forever, okay? We have not. It's new to us, man. If I haven't seen it, it's new to us. Um, yeah, but there are still uh, a few cool spots in here. Uh, Evil does uh, this chair spot where his leg, uh, where the legs of the chair are around the neck of Yoshihashi, and he uses another chair to just smack it off of him. Dude, the chair goes like he the, has the head he has it on his head. So Yoshihashi is basically wearing the chair as a necklace yeah. right now and Evil walks over 
with another chair and just bats it off of him and the chair goes flying. Why the fuck would he do that? Dude, it was it was real cool. How did he, how did he not fuck him up when dude, he did? I, I don't know. Yoshiashi was probably holding it. Uh, if pushed I had to it guess, off, maybe. pushed it off. That sounds like if, a cool spot. It looked it looked really good. <laughs> You're like, oh boy, he's killing him. Uh, Yoshiashi, Yoshihashi picks evil... Uh, picks up evil for a power bomb, but loses balance, and they both fall out of the ring. That's what I was talking about earlier. Was it did, was it look legit or did, was it like did, I I wasn't sure, but they 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 carried on with it anyway. Obviously, so you couldn't even tell if it was a <coughs> I don't like to use the term botched spot, but you couldn't really tell if it was an accident I, or not. I couldn't tell if it was an accident or not. If I had to guess, it was. But that's just me guessing. I well, I'll tell know. you what, man. If, if if it happened and you have trouble telling, then fuck that. It's part of the match. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? I have. Uh, whether it was an accident or not, uh, gave the commentators something to call back on. Yeah. Whenever uh, they are looking a little worn out later, they kind of use it as an excuse, like, oh, that that, that tumble out of the it ring really, 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 uh, really messed them up. Really took a lot out of them. Yeah. That's a, that's a good. That's some good commentating right there. Something that um that uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Something I've heard a lot of insiders talk about in regards to people that actually have wrestled or like do commentary, like Pritchard or someone. They'll talk about how like they don't mind whenever moves are like messed up or botched or whatever. Because if you think about it, it's not supposed to be a choreographed show. Mm. So when you see like a spot messed up, why wouldn't that happen in real life? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like he even I've even heard people mention that sometimes people legit mess up moves on purpose. Just to like make it seem more real. That's, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, that? that's interesting. Yeah, like they actually do that to make it seem more real. And this may have been one of those scenarios. Yeah, you never know. Um, but uh, the match finishes with uh, evil doing everything's evil, um, and that gives evil the pin. He won. He wanted he, it. Evil it. wins. He won. Um. Let's see, dude. I was watching. I thought of this while we were talking a, a few minutes ago, and I, I before it loses my brain, dude. I, I was getting loses really your brain before it gets lost in my brain. <clears throat> Whenever I was watching SmackDown, or maybe it was when I was watching. No, it was when I was watching SmackDown. I was getting really annoyed at like some some of the commentating is just really fucking stupid. Like. <laughs> Very blatant like, there. Like I think it was uh, Corey's. Corey's like the the ref really needs to speed it up, and someone's like, "What do you mean speed it up?" He's like, "He means fucking speed it up." Like, what, <laughs> what do you what, mean by what, that? What, what's your question mean? <laughs> How can you interpret this? Oh, dude. I, I, yeah, something remind when we were talking about that earlier. The good commentating. You're, I'm like, man, this really reminds me of that bad commentating that happened earlier complete, today. You're a real sadist. Yeah. What's that? Who, mean? who, who goes? Who goes? I'm gonna put something on. I know will suck to make me mad. I mean, I'm kidding. I know why you did it. it you know, it, I get it, but it's just funny. It, in in uh, SmackDown's defense, it's clearly a superior show to uh, yeah to Raw to Raw. Um, did I tell you how uh, I heard that? Uh, I guess Vince wasn't at Extreme Rules. What's that mean? Like like normal like Vince McMahon is at every show. Is, is he working on XSL, XFL? He's working on XFL. I'm hoping he was working on a brain tumor and he's about to die. Oh, that'd be so but, great. Um, normally, every <laughs> show, Vince is there backstage running everything. He wasn't there and he left Triple H in charge. That doesn't bode well for Triple H at all. What do you, what do you mean? Why not? Because Triple H ran it and the show just sucked. Oh. In his defense, they all suck. Well, but, it was set up to suck. So, I mean, that's Well, that's not the his thing, fault. though. Apparently, they changed the orders of the matches that day. And you would think that was his decision. He put that Iron Man match on last, I think. 
Oh no! I know. But I mean, it's not like Vince can stop him once he's dead. So we just have to wait for Vince to die. Dude, <coughs> dude the uh, Sienna Almost show opened. Uh, verse verse AJ Styles opened the fucking show. It was a weird show opener, oh, right? Oh boy, yeah. That's weird, right? That is weird. AJ Styles shouldn't be opening a show. No. You know what's also really weird? Like, I, the, having your champ in singles matches. Maybe I'm I'm getting used to New Japan, but the idea of, like... Non-title matches, you a, mean? A non-title singles match with the champ just really, I don't know, it irks me now. Yeah. I mean, it makes you, sense the, in a tournament setting. If but. they lose, like... Why wasn't it just a fucking championship match? Well, I think the whole thing is, like, they're not fighting for the title because the guy hasn't earned a title shot. So if they do beat him, it's like, all right, you've earned your title shot now. So now you can fight him for the title type I, thing. And I guess I'm just so used to this New Japan thing that seems weird. You're so used to good wrestling. Yeah. That's weird. Um, it definitely shouldn't open the show, I feel, though. No. No, I'm in okay. agreement with that. Okay. Um... Or or you shouldn't have the 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 DQ match at the the end of the show. Oh boy, that's a bad oh idea. Oh boy. Um. So what are we on here? Uh, we just finished Evil. Makabe versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. Let's go with that since I don't um, know the card. Let's see. There's there were uh, some more chair spots in this one. Um, they start clashing with the chair, dude. The, so I I they both have fucking chairs and they're they're beating each other with them at the same time which just was, i don't know that was some cool like the the chair use is considered hardcore type stuff yeah yeah are they what are yeah. they just like hitting body shots or well, they're hitting bo- they're, they're they're hitting body shots and then they they're they're, they're clashing the chairs together oh i got gotcha, you i got gotcha. you yeah yeah, yeah yeah i got gotcha. you um so that was cool uh desperado's ringside for suzuki and he slides the chair in while they're in the ring later on i think, um, i didn't mention he was at ringside for suzuki the one i watched yeah. too so yeah he, he like holds up the fucking banner for suzuki again whenever they're coming in and shit. yeah um let's see suzuki toppled the ref into the barriers when he was trying to break up another chair beat down by the announcer's table um uh, there was a lot of brutal brawling in this match, just like beating the shit out of each other. Just like outside both, the ring. They're both some big dudes, so they're yeah. they're really showing their strength off. Um, Makabe a few times sells being to the point of exhaustion. Dude, Makabe, like, I think, uh, oh, I, I'll just keep reading. Uh, he even had to catch his own hand on the third drop by the ref because when they were checking to make sure he was okay and right before oh uh, that's a cool little time. detail he caught he, like he dropped and he just caught it himself yeah that's a cool little like a little nuance yeah so um yeah it was really displaying how tired he he really was during the match yeah uh but makabe ends up muster makabe ends up mustering up enough strength to do a uh, a sliding german suplex so i think that just means they're sitting on the top ropes and he slides them off. I, I I wasn't really sure what qualified as a sliding German suplex. Is that what like I, they said it was yeah, or something? Yeah, that's why I okay. read it. I was hoping that you would know what it means. I, I never even heard of a, such a thing. Sliding German suplex from the top corner, followed by a flying knee to the, uh, off the top. So after he suplexed them off, uh, Makabe suplexed them off, he gives a a flying knee, knee drop to Suzuki. Okay, I think that's the as, same as finish he's standing. As, that's the same as the one I watched. Yeah, Suzuki's standing and Makabe comes in with a flying knee. Okay. Now Suzuki's on the on the ground after taking a suplex from the top rope and a knee and then 
Uh, for good measure, while he's while he's still on the ground, Makabe climbs back up to the top rope and gives what they called a King Kong knee drop. Okay. To 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 finish him off, and then Makabe takes the pinfall from there. Okay, that sounds very similar to the finish of the of the Makabe match I saw. Yeah. He did he did that. I think that's what I was describing, where he was sitting on the top rope and he gave him a German suplex. Yeah. I guess maybe. that's a sliding German suplex. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah, I guess that's what that is. I imagine because he was they were sliding off of the. Top rope. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a. Pro- I'm not a professional here. Yeah, you are. I'm just reporting what I hear. Oh, you're just a reporter. You I'm just a- get the facts, sir. I'm a professional reporter. Yeah, you just get the facts and you get paid to do it. <laughs> do you mind if I grab my drink out of the fridge yes. real quick? All right. Do, so- the- do some colored commentating. All right. So okay, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. So um, I uh, one one time whenever I was pooping, like I was pooping, and like I was pooping really really hard. And sometimes, have you ever, sometimes I'm scared I'm going to have a brain aneurysm while I poop. Have you you ever had that thought? That's kind of weird. Because I was watching X-Files one time and they found this dead guy in the bathroom. And they said that he died because he was trying to poop so hard he had a brain aneurysm. And I'm like, this is probably rooted in like reality somewhere. But it turned out he got killed by a bunch of weird bees. I fucked up. It turned out a bunch of weird bees killed him. But I'm always scared like... (laughs) That's what happened. You went on such a tangent. It's but incredible. no, like sometimes I'm like, well, dude, what if this is it? And then I'm uh, like, I'm found dead on the shitter. That's lame, dude. Like like Elvis. Yeah. That's how Elvis went out. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. So then I get careful and I stop trying to poop so hard. I'm like, I'm just gonna not poop so hard because this is getting dangerous. Di- you don't want to die. Yeah, it gets dangerous. Dude, my fucking sodas today. I was getting so annoyed. So there's at get yeah, there's like the alcohol line, right? You know, that one at the far yeah. end. But, dude, that's the only register that was open, and everyone and their moms was trying to buy booze. And I'm like, I need to get to Dave's house. This is <laughs> annoying. So I'm like, dude, can I take – I walk over to the guy who makes the food. I'm like, dude, can I just walk over to the, the one over by the gas pumps and have them ring me out? I just have these two sodas. And he walks me over to the – I guess he doesn't speak very good English. And he walks me over – to the guy who's ringing out everyone and who's clearly frustrated because he's ringing out this huge line. This isn't going to go well. And he's like, dude, he's like, can you uh, take him next? I'm like, I don't want to go next. I don't, everyone's going to get pissed at me. I don't want to go next. I want to go over there. And the guy's like, no, you can't go over there. I'm like, okay, I'm setting my drinks down. And I walked over to the gas pumps to, uh, and I just got someone else to drink that was in the other smaller uh, fridge. You won. Well, I mean, I guess, but whatever. Dude, I like how he was, was like, so come on. He like, he was like, let's go over here and I'm going to have everyone hate you. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I don't want to do that. You're being a dick. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, let's see. The fourth match of the night, well, important match of the night, uh, is... <laughs> the fourth important one. Uh, I true. mean, the other matches are still they like... They don't count. I, I watched like a few from the first night and I'm like, these are good matches. They're fun still, but like all they're doing is just setting up for the next night. Yeah. And I'll just watch the next night. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll survive. Bullet Club will be fine. Here we are fine. Uh, all right, so we got Bad Luck versus... Uh, Bad Luck Fale versus Okada. Um... So you know how Okada does that fake out pat that he always does, where he's about to like act like he's gonna beat hit beat the shit out of you. And he just pats, he him, just on the pats head. him on the that's chest. That's what he did to Jay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Uh, so this is a thing here. He's patting people on the head, huh? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. even think about that. That's well, what pissed off Jay and made him start chopping the shit out of him. Well, he, he fucked up again. He 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 patted 
He patted bad luck folly on Why the head. Why would you do that? <laughs> Dude, he, he doesn't look like he's a happy guy. Oh, he was so pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> he was so mad. It was, was so funny. He was angry. Um, then bad luck beats down Okada, throws him through the barriers, and then again through a few rows of chairs. Oh, boy. He's just manhandling Okada at this point. You fucked up. Um, you fucked up. Opata, Okada picks up bad luck and throws it. Dude, Okada, like... They did not the the thing I was talking about with uh, Hangman where they were selling how like strong Hangman had to be to like pick up Big Mike. Yeah. They did not do this at all with with Okada and Bad Luck because like dude, Okada, I mean maybe they did, but like they not as to the point. Same yeah. point. Um, uh, Okada picks up Bad Luck and throws him on his back. Like you know, like the like if I grab you by the shoulder and like by the crotch area. And like pick you up and like throw you down. It's a body slam. Yeah. Okay. So he gives yeah. him a. He. That's a simple name. <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> All right. It's one of the simplest moves in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you describe this move. I'm like, that's a body slam. <laughs> All right. So he just uh, read this crazy thing where he picked him up. And what? Threw no, him I, didn't, I didn't think it was crazy. I know, but it was um, funny. But uh, as he's giving him a body slam uh, from li- lifting up, uh, lifting him up, uh, Okada hurts his back in the process. Okay. Um, they didn't really sell too much of that later on, so that was. Was it something surprising. where he was just doing shit to Okada on his back, or was it just like kind of he's just a heavy dude? I, I like I don't, it just he's a heavy dude. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah, he threw yeah. out his back. Yeah. But I mean, he sold it for like a minute, and then it was it was done. Hey, Dave has back problems. He can identify with Okada. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Okada is the best wrestler ever. Okay, uh, o- I can't identify anymore. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> he threw me out of it. Okada has a nice uh, dive outside of the ring over the top rope, uh, and takes out uh, Tonga Loa and Foley in the in the process okay. at the same time. Um, it was good placement of Loa uh, because, like, dude, like it was just supposed to be at Foley, but then like you notice like. It was one of those things that like they did it for a not like an out of kayfabe reason. Like they had Tonga Loa just walk up to uh, uh, Bad Luck and start uh, asking him if he's like okay and stuff. Just so he'd be there to take. Just the bump. so he'd be yeah. there to take the bump and yeah. help help catch him whenever he's he's going over yeah, the top yeah, rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a uh, um, a real cool way to uh, a smart little way to set it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okada hurls. Uh, Foley from the top rope over his head uh, to land in the center of the ring. Um, another example of like him just like manhandling. Well, yeah. not manhandling, but like it's kind of like this. Kind of grabbed him and threw him. Like yeah, that. but like yeah. yeah, it was just kind of like impressive to see Okada lift up yeah. fucking bad luck Foley. Yeah. He's remember, a big fucking dude. Remember whenever Marty? Did you see the match whenever Marty went to like try to like pick up uh, pick up a uh, Bad, uh, yeah, bad luck. But like, he's like, eh, eh, I, I can't figure this out. I, I think I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, I, they have a T-shirt for it on pro wrestling. Please. Really? Yeah, that's pretty. Funny. It, it was uh oh, I can't remember what it is. Whatever. Um, let's see. After the series of after a series of moves involving two rainmakers and a strong drop kick from Okada, Okada whips bad luck into a corner, uh, catching the ref in the process. Um. Uh-oh. There are some typos going on here that I'm kind of... Sounds like out. there might be some Lao interference coming. Uh, while the ref is stuck under the weight of Fale, Tomatonga runs in and... Fun, fun stun... Gun stun. Gun stun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun stun. He gave him a fucking hand job. A fun stun. 
uh, and gun stuns. Uh, yeah, dude. So we, we have all three of them in, in there at this point. He, Jesus. He, he gun stuns Okada while the ref is trapped under the weight of uh, bad luck in the corner. Um, let's see. Yeah, then bad luck falls to a... Uh, it's a bad luck... Uh, dude, I don't know what the fuck I typed. Uh, bad luck gets the uh, pinfall. <laughs> It is. It sounds like a pretty good match. Um, it, yeah, it was a pretty good match. Uh, it, in my my opinion, though, like this was a quality fucking example of heel work with uh, the inter the interference from having Tonga Loa heel yeah. ringside, uh, then having Tama Tonga come in yeah. and do, do the stunner. Um, yeah, dude, it, it was it was a fun match. Nice, fun match. Uh, let's see. And the, the our main event. Yes. Um. Let's see. We got it's Switchblade up against Tanahashi. Hiromu. I think it's Hiromu. Hiromu. Hiroshi. Hiroshi. I'm getting I'm getting Takahashi confused. Yeah, I think it's Hiroshi. Uh, yeah, Hiroshi Taka, Tanahashi. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So straight up earlier on in the match, Jay works on the uh, right knee of Tanahashi, as I was mentioning earlier. Yeah. In the show. Um, Jay bangs the knee of Tanahashi off the uh, post and goes for the pin. So like Tanahashi's like laying under the the ropes in the corner, and uh, Jay's just slamming his knee up against the, the like on the, the outside. Post. Yeah, I got you. Okay. So yeah, yeah. here's where it gets interesting it's with uh, some New Japan rules or or refereeing here. Red shoes refused to, to count the pin immediately after that. I've seen him because, do that before. Because it was an illegal move. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Yeah. So, I, like, you didn't DQ him, but, like, you're still getting the consequences. You're going to let them finish the match. It. Yeah. That's a, that, that, go, that all goes along with uh, what, the, what we what were talking Kevin about Clay was saying, yeah. I remember seeing that happen before one time. I can't remember what it was, but it, someone did a move through him in the ring to pin him and Reggie just refused. I'm like, that's really cool. I like it. Yeah. Especially with the uh, new reason that's been brought up. Yeah, down. yeah. Or maybe it's not new, it's just new it's to new us. It's new to us, and that's what makes it new. Um, let's see, after a few suplexes later, uh, they were in the ring. Out, wait, they were in the outside ring. Wait. <laughs> Dude. Man, I did. I thought I did so good with these. Okay, let me, let, me just, let me just stop you right where you're talking. Let's just take a pause a second. You've been doing an amazing job with these notes. I'm not being sarcastic. Continue. Minus one, the, one minus the typos. What did mine say? Something out fucking arc? I put, yeah. put an arm? Um... Let's see. Uh, after a few suplexes later, we're in the uh, we're we're back in the outside of the ring, and well, out we're back out of the about out, back out back out back outside of we're the outside ring. of the ring we're outside of the ring again, folks. <laughs> and uh, Jay's just continuously <laughs> slamming like um like again and again slamming Tanahashi into the barrier, um just brutally just wrecking him. Um, I noticed a lot of like people. Fucking people up with them guard them barriers, them barriers. so far, yeah. Um, now, if they had the padded barriers, they couldn't be doing shit like that. Those are so fucking. They look dumb. dumb. They look They're so fucking dumb. It's like okay, you guys can be the fans out there, and then we're just gonna do our thing in our own bubble here. You guys don't get to be part of the show. You don't though. even try to look at us sometimes. <laughs> we'll make the walls higher. 
<laughs> well, there's, the there's little peepholes they have to look through. To watch no, no, on the other side, there's television screens. The USA Network. Nice. Oh my uh, god. Oh, that's what it's gonna become. Oh fuck. Um, where are we? Where are we at here? Uh, he's slamming him into the guardrail um, outside the barrier. Outside. Sw- switchblade low blows ta- uh, Tana and ends up opposite of the the opposite position he was in against Juice. Um, Red Shoes cornered by one getting low-blown. Red Shoes, uh, yeah. You remember what happened to Juice at the G1 special? Basically, uh, or not to Juice, it happened to Jay. It happened to Jay. They're just in opposite positions where Jay has the upper hand this Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, so that was, it's cool when they call back stuff Yeah, it's like a reference to that, yeah, yeah. Um... Let's see, Jay Rex Tanahashi with a chair and finishes with a Blade Runner for the W. Oh, um, Jay won. Yeah. Dude, Dude I I figured that Jay was going to win this. Yeah. Just because whenever he beat Okada, I was like, dude, he's going to beat Okada and Tanahashi and his first he, ones to be insanely impressive. He's clearly getting a huge push. Yeah. I, 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 uh, Those are two huge fucking names. I'll finish up what I have here and we can talk about who we think is going to end up winning. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, Jay, dude, from what I can tell, Jay seems to be the new leader of, uh, Chaos. Yeah? Um, he, uh, I mean, I guess it's not official, but, like... Did he, he cut another promo saying something Yeah, like it's, it's just... And no it's, one's it's coming just, out disputing yeah, it or anything. Yeah, no one's disputing it or anything. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck's huh. going on with that. Um, it kind of has me thinking that, like... Our next like big thing going on with like Bullet Club might be a feud with Chaos. Yeah. Um, once they get past this one, stuff, once they get past this, because and this kind of ties in with my prediction. I think, I think it's going to come. You still need that or no? No, I'm good. All right. I think it's gonna come all come back around with like Jay challenging uh, Kenny for the the IWG Heavyweight Championship. And I think I think Jay's gonna be our next champion. It's a cool story yet. because Jay beat him for the U.S. title. Yeah, and but not yet. I I think it's going to happen, dude. That that could probably be our our G one Supercard match right there. Okay. Um, but I think my my for the near future, I think uh, what we're gonna get is uh, I think Kenny's gonna win his perspective block, and I think Jay's winning his perspective block. Uh, obviously, I think out of those two. Kenny's going to win. Uh, and, oh, I just got sidetracked with another thought. You have thoughts. Well, well, I, don't, I don't appreciate it. I'll come back to this. So, anyway, uh, so it's going to be Jay from A block and Kenny from B block. And then, uh, obvi- well, I think Kenny's going to win that. It's, they're gonna this dude. What I really like about New Japan is whenever they have those singles matches, like even if it's not a championship like thing, like there's Okada versus Omega One, Okada versus Omega yeah, Two. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like make, part of a series. Yeah, and they make a big yeah. fucking deal out of it, and I love that. And I think this this is gonna set up for the A Block versus B Block are uh, White versus Omega Two. Okay. And I think Omega is gonna take that. And I think Omega's going to challenge Tama because he, he, he gets to choose, right, if he wins. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to challenge Tama, and I think that will determine who has full reign of the Bullet Club. That would be pretty cool. You see, So you think that 
The main event at Wrestle Kingdom is going to be Tama versus Omega. I I think that's so. what that's like their WrestleMania basically. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay, that's that's my guess. Um, but dude, here's the thing that's another really cool thing about New Japan. There's also the fucking Naito storyline that that's also being worked on. So who the fuck knows what's going on? Like I don't really have a story to go <coughs> with my prediction, but I think the finals are going to be Jay White versus Naito. That's what I think the finals going to be. I don't really have any type of story or anything. <laughs> That's just who I think it's going to be. That's all. Yeah. Which, I mean, there wasn't any story for the finals of the best of the Super Juniors either. It was just Takahashi and Ishimori, so. What? Well, if, if we put the Bullet Club thing aside, then with yours, if it's Jay White versus Naito, um, then I think we have... I think we have Jay White winning. No. I think I would really think, dude, it'd be such a great thing for White to win. Like, and, and another reason uh, I think it might yeah. happen is because he just dropped the U.S. title to kind of just get it off of him to push him to the next level. You know what I mean? I think that like they were like, all right, let's just give this guy the big push, dude. To beat Okada and Tanahashi yeah. in your first two nights is insane. That's just crazy that, like... He's clearly getting the big push. He's, yeah. Uh, there's... I mean, they, we might get swerves here, but, I mean... Because you never know in New Japan. There's so many... It, because they work on other storylines, it, it creates reasonable doubt for you as the fan yeah. of what they could end up doing. So great. Let me just verify. So, uh, Switchblade won the last one, right? Yeah. Uh, Bad Luck won his. Yes. Okay, uh, Makabe won his. Yes. Evil won his. Yes. And Elgin won his. Yes. Okay, so you want to go over the current score as of the first three nights? Sure. We have in block A, all tied with two points each. Well, let's start with zero. Mm-hmm. All with zero, Okada, a Suzuki, and Hashi, which it's kind of nuts that Okada and Suzuki have zero. Okay. Like, it's... Um, Fuck. Because they're two pretty big names, yeah. Okada, Suzuki, and Yoshihashi all have zero. Uh, all tied with two, we have Bad Luck Fale, Evil, Page, and Tanahashi all have two. And leading with each having four is Jay White, Mike Elgin, and uh, Makabe. Man, like, as of right now, it's like your three guys that are, like, you know, leading it right now are, like, three guys just getting the ball. Well, yeah. As I said of Makabe, he's been around forever. Yeah. But Jay White and Elgin, those are both just starting to get the big push. Yeah, you know what, uh... Tiger Mask was another one of those guys when, during the best of the Super Juniors who yeah. uh, who was an older guy who's been around for a while, and he started out really strong. I mean, first three his first three matches, he ended up going uh, six points. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I I think he it, he's supposed to be there's supposed to be a possible red herring. Yeah. Also, I think it could be um, a thing where they do put the older guys in the terms just because they're good because they can just have good matches with yeah. some of them too. Yeah. But um and then block B, obviously we've only done one night so far. But uh Juice, Sonata, Naito, and Yano and Saber all have zero. And we have uh, Goto, Omega, Ibushi, Tonga, and Ishii all with two. So yeah. that'll be more flushed out when we get at least one more show in Black there. Black Saber de- deserves a zero. Okay, that's not nice. He deserves it. You know who really deserves a zero? Juice. So we're both winning here. <laughs> <laughs> we're both we're both winning on this one. Yeah, I like Juice, but I don't think he, he uh, needs any sort of 
big push right now. He's yeah. kind of riding high with his U.S. Yeah, title. he just got it. Yeah, he needs to he needs to be there. He needs for a a, while. to soak it in for a little bit. So, I wonder who the challenger is going to be for that. Who do you, who do you think, dude? It it could be someone that they could work out uh, of this. Uh, the one thing well, here's he goes the, up against. Here's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's a good spot to build a lot of like future feuds. But here's the thing with New Japan. Like when you watch WWE, you can kind of look like, all right, these guys are contenders for this title. Mm-hmm. Like these certain amount of guys. When you watch New Japan, like they could pull any anyone could win. Like there's 20 guys. I'd say like 10 to 15 of them have easily have a solid chance of winning the G1. With no flags being called. Out of these 20 guys, I could look at 10 to 15 guys and say, that if that guy won the G1, no one would throw a flag and be like, wow, he won. That's cool. It's not something where you're like, why would they have him win the G1? Yeah. At least 10 to 15 guys, you're like, that guy could win. So my point being, like, you could take anyone from almost any spot in New Japan and put them in a title situation yeah. and you don't throw a flag. Like, WWE... Their booking is so shitty the way they do it. You're like, okay, I, five, the main event right now in WWE, you can probably pick like five or six guys. You're like, that's all it's going to be. Who's fighting Lesnar at fucking SummerSlam? I can name three possibilities and that's it. You know I, what I'm saying? I can only name two. Well, Lashley and Reigns now. Yeah. Because, but like, when you watch or, New or Japan. Or you said Strowman. Yeah, Strowman's yeah. your other guess. So when you watch New Japan and you're like, who's, who do you think is going to fight Juice Robinson? Dude, it could be anyone. Yeah. Their booking is so well. Everyone is booked to a point where like they're all ready to be thrown into a big spot with no problems. It's so well done. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our first G1 review. Ugh, dude, that's I our fucking... G1 re- results and reviews. I'm looking forward to more more G1. I fucking love New Japan. <laughs> it's great. You know what I watched? Uh, uh, I told you what I was watching, I think, last night. Uh, the, uh, the first Jay White versus Omega match. It was really good. Yeah. I, if, if I need you, to go back and start watching some older matches. Yeah, because I feel like also it adds a lot to like their rematches and you see them later. Like the Okada series, there's tons of callbacks. They even, I even heard mention that apparently in the Naito Omega one, there were callbacks to their other matches in it. Where if you watch other matches, they're doing stuff based on that. Like the, yeah. the other moves, that's cool. Um... Uh, some of the ones I would recommend, I, you know, I watched like a bunch of the Omega ones. Yeah. Uh, I I guess some of the more recent ones would be the the Jericho Omega one. Yeah. That was good. The White Omega one was really good. Um, who did I? F- I think it was Okada and Naito. I watched that was that was a really good match. Was it? Um, probably. Not. I, I like Naito. Yeah, Naito's good. Naito's- he's, not as, he's not as good as Sienna Almas. He's he's almost as good. But um, not only is Naito his great matches, but he he, he is such a great personality. Like his gimmicks, he's and fun, yeah, yeah. But we're throwing in the towel. This is this is it for our first uh, part one of our G one climax twenty eight reviews. Uh, we're gonna have probably as of right now four more of these. We had to make out a fucking schedule because there's just so much shit going on to watch and do our our, our recording here. So this is this is it for uh, our first review. Uh, make sure you guys follow us or you subscribe to us on YouTube. You can go on our Twitter and talk to us. If you we'll, we'll talk about your tweets, your comments, whatever. We'll bring them all up. Anything else to add there, Gable? Uh, suck my dick. Yeah, I'll suck your dick. Bye, everyone. Wait. Ten. Nine. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. WB sucks.